And welcome back to the episode of Terrence. We're here to talk about Moon Knights. Me and boy Eli. Joe. And we're gonna start off with just talking about holy shit, Moon Knight's pretty good. Yeah, I think this episode is uh we definitely get into a bit more of the the lore going on here. Mm-hmm. The lore that I know nothing about as a comic book fan. Yeah, and it's uh yeah, it's pretty it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh and I, I gotta say, um, you said uh, Moon Knight is about six episodes, right? Yeah. Okay, I think the pacing is 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 somewhat evened out a bit for me. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I feel like what what happened in this episode, I feel like definitely has evened out the pacing for me mm. a little bit. Because um, we, I think uh, probably one of the coolest parts of this episode. Uh, it, it's something that we more or less mentioned, I think, in the first uh, our first uh, review of, uh, of the first episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, is getting to see Mark Spector's perspective mm-hmm. whenever he like loses control of the body. Yeah, like we essentially got that in reverse because mm-hmm. the first episode that was Stephen. Yeah, he'd lose control and then like stuff would happen and he getting back control. Mm-hmm. Here, it's the other got, way around. It's the other way around. And so, like, they do, they do a lot of cool stuff. And while Steven was more like, what's going on? I don't know what's going on. Mark's more like, Steve, give me give me control or I will beat you up. But I am you. I don't care. Yeah, to be fair, there was, like, a at the same time, though, it does add a bit of mystery. Because yeah. there is a moment where, like, Steven's mm-hmm. like, hey, what the hell did you do, Mark? It's like, that wasn't me. <laughs> Yeah, the implication is that there might be another personality, or it just might be Conchu. Yeah, but then they just Conchu himself, just being like, "Screw this, I'm just taking control of the body." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which you can so I mean, I think it can do. Again, my knowledge of Moon Knight is very limited, but um, you know, the, the the interesting fact is that there, it's really a race now to find these this artifact, and um, clearly, you know, Mark and Conchu don't know. They have an idea. They even try to talking. They they, they try a lot. Try to get, try to get to to stop uh, Ethan Hawke's character Hawthorne, and uh, even Harrow. Harrow, I'm sorry. Yeah. And they even call upon the other Egyptian gods who, and they bring in their avatars, and they're all like, "Yeah, Kamsha, but you're a dick, though." Yeah, yeah. It, it, we, we get we kind of get to learn like exact more or less that uh, the Egyptian gods are like. Yeah, we've more or less decided not to interfere uh, with a lot of things just because, mm-hmm. you know, it's Yeah, we it's just not it's not in our place anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like Conchu's like, no, we I you know, it's like Conchu, please, you're you're being a little weird. You yes. little bitch. <laughs> you know, you, you you gotta stop like trying to like, you know, expose us for being real because, you know, that'll mm-hmm. probably cause a lot of problems. Uh, which, I mean, he does, like, uh, you know, because Mark Trechter's like, why don't we just, like, tell the Egyptian gods, hey, this guy's gonna try to revive Ahmet, and he's, mm. and Kanji's like, see, uh, we aren't exactly on the best of terms, and, you know, he has to, like, literally force an eclipse in the middle of the day mm. just to get their attention, and they're like, Kanju, if you screw up with the skies, we're gonna, we're gonna stone you. Not stone you as in throw stones at you, but turn you into stone. You'll be frozen one time. And like, they're like, no, we're not doing this again. Get get out. Also, um, I'm gonna call him Hawthorne again, aren't I? 
Arthur Harrow Arthur is his Harrow, name. Harrow, yeah, yeah Harrow. Um, Harrow is like, hey, yeah, no, man. Conch is even more of a dick, really, because he's been he's in control of someone who's has mental issues. And Conch is like, shut the fuck up. I'll kill you. I'll kill you good. Yeah, so like you know, like uh, Conch is pretty much like you know, like everyone is against his ass. Yeah, like he's just trying to like plead with the Egyptian gods, like, hey, listen, this guy is no bueno, and like Harrow is like. What do you, I mean, you know, listen, Kanchu's clearly uh, gone off the deep end. I mean, you know, like, I'm mm. just wandering around the desert doing things in Egypt, you know? I, I'm just gonna, you know, mm. I, I'm just being a normal dude. A totally normal dude. Yeah, just totally normal. Totally mm. normal. Walks with glass in my sandals. Totally. I'm kind of upset that they don't have the, the sound effect anymore with him walking. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just a bit too much effort. Mm-hmm. Or it's just more like... Uh, Once you know, you know. Yeah, like it, it's like once you see that bit in the first episode, like okay, you know this is here, but uh, I don't know. I feel like eventually, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, from him walking all day, like the glass he's stepping on would just become like just tiny little shards, and it wouldn't make that much noise. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe that's just the reality of it. Uh, but yeah, no, it's sort of like Marks and uh, Stephen and Kanji are like, well, what do we do now? Uh, well, uh, and one of the, uh, mm. it was the lady who's the avatar of Egyptian god that, uh, that, that like music and stuff. Yeah, yeah, of music and stuff, whatever. And she's like, hey, "Well, listen. you can try this." Yeah, it's like, hey, I'll give you, you know, like, hey, try to find uh, the sarcophagus of a uh, mm-hmm. Seph or whatever. Uh, again, Egyptian names are hard for me to remember and pronounce. Um, You're not the only one. He was a follower of Ahmet, and he was the only one that truly knows where her tomb is. And uh, in case the Egyptian gods ever decided to like show mercy on Ahmet, and like you know, mm-hmm. uh, so you know they tried going on the black market because it was stolen. Yeah, because when is everything not stolen? Yeah, especially when it comes to archaeological uh, stuff like uh, mummies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Leia shows up and is like, all right, listen, all right. If we're going to stop Harrow, we got to work together. All right. You can't mm-hmm. just be, you know, doing whatever it is you guys are doing. And Mark sort of reluctantly agrees because he knows that. Uh, you know, it, he feels it's far too dangerous for Leia, especially considering all the... Uh, supernatural nonsense that's going on mm-hmm. uh they eventually find the guy who has it who's in possession of the of the sarcophagus i forget his name but he's a very fancy man fancy man he has a bunch of men riding on horses mm. uh, hitting each other with uh, spears and stuff mm. dresses in like a freaking nightgown very fancy man very fancy man yeah, i think so remember when they announced they said that a recent actor for uh, a role in moon knight passed away that was him Really? Yes. Um, I think the character he plays is called Midnight Man. I need, I'm double checking right now. But uh, yeah, no, he's the one who recently passed away. That's why the episode did get to him. Um, guy does a great job. He is both smooth and terrifying at the same time. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no. Um, really, this has become really the episode where the personalities have to work together because after a lot of this discourse between each other, like. 
Okay, look, the Mark knows about Egyptian shit. He worked at the museum. He Steven. actually. Oh, sorry, Stephen. Oh, now they got me doing it. God damn it! <laughs> but no, it's it's okay. So Stephen knows Egyptian stuff. He can figure it out. And so we're gonna try and let him take over. And so much credit to Oscar Isaac's acting. The fact that he can just like switch between personalities and a dime, and do like a lot of the, because. It's not just his voice or his manner voice, but also his mannerism, his body language that you can tell us he changed for each personality. So seeing him do that quick transition into like, hey Mark, I mean hey Steven, I'm gonna let you take over. Terrible's fine, whatever. And there you go. That's what happens. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, we're nowhere it is, but Oh, but we need to mess with the moon, with the skies again. Yeah, because uh you know, like, they find, like, this little, like, I guess, uh, puzzle mm-hmm. thing on the mummy. And it's, like, a star map. Yes. Like, you know, Steven sort of constructs it again, and it's a star map. But the issue is that uh, because mm-hmm. of time, the stars will, you know, essentially move out of place over the course of thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Steven's like, unless we know exactly what the sky was when, you know... Seth uh made this star map then we probably won't be uh we'll be like searching for miles throughout this desert for the tomb which mm. in which Kanchu is like I think I know how to you know I I, I see the night sky every day I know I I th- I can figure this out but mm. you know it's going to cost me and uh tell Mark uh to to free me when it's all over go go, go get him kid <laughs> Yeah, which is nice because it's like sort of like the first time where Kanchu is like actually nice to Steven. Yeah, because you know, like we're just nice to the the these personalities in general. Yeah, because for the most part, Kanchu he's sort of like uh, he's an ass to Steven just because he's like, oh, he's the idiot, the idiot's in charge of the body, get out of here. Yeah, he's and, the and, useless one. Yeah, and Mark, when it comes to Mark, he's like, you know, let's uphold the deals, Mark. You know, like, yeah, it's straight business. The other one's just an insult. Yeah, and here it's like, I must do what I must if we're going to stop on it. Because mm-hmm. clearly um, we can't let on. Because the, the, the whole thing of of, of, of Khonshu and Ahmed is that Khonshu's like, we'll deal out the justice when you need to deal it out. While Ahmed is very uh, minority report style. Yeah, like they, uh, yeah, like I mean, this was a, a discussion in the last, I believe, episode where uh steven's like you're fine with like killing people you know who are going to do bad even if they haven't done it yet even children infants mm-hmm. and you know and then hero is like you know you gotta make the necessary sacrifice and it's like that's fucked up that's wrong <laughs> he's just straight up saying yeah that's fucking weird man i don't think i'm down with that yeah no that's like killing babies that's no no that's uh that that just uh that's that seems bad seems real bad i don't see any good worthy i don't see any good in this but yeah, no, it's and and so that's basically where the episode ends. Like, okay, we know where they are. We're gonna go find them. Also, conjures in stone now. Yeah, because uh, yeah, the Egyptian gods upheld upheld their uh, threat. They uh, turn him into stone. They bring Harrow in just to be like, yeah, yeah, I guess you were right. Uh, yeah, Kanji's gonna go off the deep end. We have to do what we have to do. Okay, so question about you on that. Do you think that the other Egyptian gods are in on it? Are in on them releasing Amit? Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. I think it's I. I don't really see. Here's the thing. Like, I feel like if they were in on it, they mm. would totally just have like done everything in their power to to get Kanchi out of the way, like way beforehand. Mm-hmm. And heck, even one of the uh, avatars helps uh, Mark Spector a little bit, so it, it feels weird. That they just because that's the scene that, that's kind of the feeling I got by by that scene. It's like, uh, who was it? Who was it? Uh, I don't know what god it who he was for, but it seemed very much like he was maybe in four with or he was with uh, with uh, Arthur. I guess you could read that. That I just felt it was more like he, uh, like yeah, I guess you were right about that, um, kind of thing. Is one of the, I don't know. It's a uh, it's interesting. because uh, I feel like um, the Egyptian gods are still hesitant about like releasing Ahmet or whatever. Mm, yeah. I, I feel like they don't think it's a necessarily great idea. Mm. So I feel like by the time it, like shit starts to go down, they'll be like, "Oh, you made a dum dum. We 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 gotta stop this guy." Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Um, but so far, okay, so so far this this show has been exceeding expectations. Am, am I correct in that statement? I would guess so because I mean, um, a lot of people probably were very much like uh, hesitant about Moon Knight mm-hmm. because uh, he is a very, I guess, complex character to adapt and. Uh, a bit of a hard sell i guess yeah um so it, it, it is uh impressive that uh moon knight is turning out as good as it is i think it's because like it's one of the things where like it feels different but you know it's still part of the same world right it's that it's a player that that the first season of, i think we talked about this before the first season of uh of, of the netflix shows had that didn't you know, they're like they were a part of it, but they didn't really like acknowledge it. Like here, it's like you know an aspect of the gods, right? You have Thor, Odin, Loki, and all that stuff. But here's other gods that you're like, okay, so they're different, and that's 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 one thing that makes it interesting, right? Because you think they're like, oh, you know, maybe Khonshu knows uh, Thor or shit like that, but he chances are they don't, and also it kind of depends on where the supernatural aspect of Marvel you kind of go with because depending on like the writer from what I've always noticed about in, in some of these comics, especially Marvel, um, sometimes Thor isn't very godlike, but sometimes he is very godlike depending on who you ask, right? Because mm-hmm. like, they, he does, they, you know, you have to look forward for Ragnarok, but also like Ragnarok happened in the books, but then like he came back when like it's not that's not supposed to happen, right? So that kind of stuff. Now, obviously, it, with this show, it's also a, a tad bit more brutal, but in the brutal sense of like again a PG thirteen movie, and it's really really good for like the brutalness of a PG thirteen movie. Because mm-hmm. like there like the scene where because Mark gets stabbed a shit ton of times. Yeah, he gets it. Yeah, he definitely gets like stabbed a lot. Mm-hmm. And he's and you're like, oh no, he should be dead. But he's like, 
Not but the suit keeps you safe. Mm-hmm. Especially since they established that for a long while. And seeing, um, because there was a point where I'm like, oh, damn, oh, damn, they're being the shit out of him with those, with those spears. But it, <laughs> sometimes you forget that it's like, oh, wait, you know, it's, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And it's one, it's one of those, like, uh, what do you, what do you call it? Um, special disbelief moments that really fills out. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they, they explain the suit, uh, protects him from all harm. Uh, like, we see him using, like, the cape to, like, uh, uh, block bullets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it does, yeah, Moon Knight can definitely take a, a heaping of punishment and not feel much. Although, I do remember it being funny, or rather interesting, that, uh, Steven takes control for a little bit during that fight, mm-hmm. trying to calm everybody down, and he's the first one to get stabbed, and he's like, oh, that's bad. Okay, Mark, take over, take over. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is a, uh, yeah, for what they can do or at least what they can pull off for the show. Yeah. It is very, um, interesting to say the least on how they're able to pull off, I guess, uh, what is seen as, uh, one of Moon Knight's defining characters, characteristics of being a brutal character. And, uh, they're able to do that well, given their, uh, I guess uh, the restrictions of the MCU in a way. Um, what I find most interesting about what happens in this episode is more like um, the potential fallout. Right, right. Because there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, like, I mean, I think it, it was a, uh, I mean, obviously, like, uh, the Moon Knight powers come from Kanju. He, 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 you know, bestows it upon Mark Spector and, and uh, Steven. Mm-hmm. And they're able to use that or whatever. Um, and with Kanji being turned to stone, like how does that affect that? Are they... Well, clearly they won't be able to access the the Moon Knight powers because that's that, that came all from Kanji. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. And not to mention like the whole... I mean, there's still a split personality, right? Mm-hmm. So they can still use it. They're going to have to depend on each other to, to, to do a lot of the stuff. Like without Kanshu, they they have no sense of protection. Yeah, yeah. As well as like again, um, the possibility of there being another personality inside. Uh, Mark and Steven. Mark and Steven, that might be even way more brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that could be uh, interesting mm-hmm. to see if that like sort that of his pops name up. Is Oscar. No. no, no, no. Okay. Well, it's funny because like apparently there was a time in the in the comics where Moon Knight thought he was uh, Spider Man, Wolverine. I think there was another character in there too, but he thought he was them, and he did like something they would do. Hmm. So maybe we'll see something around those likes. But it's a bit. Yeah, no. There, there's a lot of stuff to to really pick it off this episode because not only this, yeah, Conchu's gone, no suit, but also. Layla's whole thing with her dad and her relationship with her husband Mark, because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, Mark's hiding something from me. I don't know what it is, and it might be the fact that hey, it if if I fail, you're gonna have to deal with Conchu, and I don't want that. Yeah. Or it might be something that Mark knows the reason why her father's not around anymore. Right. So, 
Oh, what if Mark killed his dad? Her dad. I mean, it's possible. That'd be nuts. Yeah. I don't think they'll do it because that's like really just out of left field for me. A little bit, yeah, yeah. It's like I killed your father, but I fell in love with you. I'm just like, no, no, that sounds too, sounds too, you know. Well, maybe it depends on the education, but aside, aside from that, I think this is a very um, another rate solo episode. I think they're they're getting better as they go along. It's it's something that I think we miss in like certain recent Disney show or Disney Plus shows specifically for Marvel. Is that oh we can you know expand and you know focus much more on our stories instead of being held by in two minute two hour long whatever. Yeah, and that's sort of the. Um the the nice thing about the shows mm-hmm. uh is that and especially for like a, a lot of the characters they've done with like uh wandavision and uh uh falcon Winter soldier are focusing on characters that have been in the movies but never truly got their own spotlight and doing and you and having them have their own and shows. this being the first one that has no attention to any of that you were, we're getting him straight off the bat yeah, this is our first, like a full introduction to a brand new character in their mm-hmm. own show, um, who I mean, p- potentially may show up in any future MCU endeavors. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's gonna be very uh, interesting to see how all that goes down. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, like they make mentions to other uh, uh, MCU locations in this episode, like uh, Madripoor. Mm-hmm. They did. Holy shit, they did. Yeah, they they made a mention about that. So the, the, the so again, there is a bit of connectivity, but the connectivity, like I was talking about earlier, is very light. And like we, ta- I'm pretty sure I talked about in the, in the past episode, the problem with Netflix was the further you got, the further it didn't feel connected, like they're along the little universe kind of thing. Yeah. Well, not. I mean, technically now it's up to question, but point still stands. That kind of depends on where you. you they got further away from the universe here it's like no we're in the same universe we're gonna see some similar we might see some similar locations but we will be talking about stuff but it's it's our own self-contained story right so that's that's the good on it now of course the question is can this nail the landing because the one thing i while i did enjoy a lot of the shows um the landing part is the question WandaVision was a great show until it... Not saying it wasn't, but the last episode could have been a lot better. Mm-hmm. And we'll see about that as we go along. Now, here's my question, Joy. Do you... Are you more excited? No, knowing that this is how they're doing for their or for like their new characters that haven't been introduced in films, are you more excited for She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, and whatever other characters uh, are coming out? I mean... Miss Marvel had it had, had a trailer come out, and it is uh, interesting, I guess, mm-hmm. to, to see. Um, but I, I, I mean, Miss Marvel has always been a character that I've been kind of like eh on. Not, not to say I don't like her. Mm-hmm. I get what her character is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's just that uh, I, I never been that like that into her. Mm-hmm. You, you weren't interested. Yeah. Uh, she Hulk, I think, is one that I'm definitely at least seeing how it's uh, how Moon Knight's been taking up mm. and how well it's been received and stuff. Um, I am definitely interested in how She Hulk turns out because yeah, I think She Hulk more than any character is has always been super interesting because like you know she's 
cousin of Bruce Banner, who, you know, becomes a She-Hulk because of a blood transfusion with Bruce. Mm. And but she has far more control of her Hulk powers than Bruce ever did. Yeah. And if you went with the earlier interpretations of She-Hulk, she could break she was the Deadpool before Deadpool. Yeah, like she could do fourth wall breaks and stuff, which to me I feel like I I wonder if they will tap into that in some way. Mm-hmm. Like have it be more like just her like addressing the audience sometimes or just like, hey, this is my story, this is how it works out things and that's her like fourth wall break or is it just straight up gonna be like her poking fun at stuff and mm. like to be fair, even her like backs uh, even her like a lot of her stuff like she's a lawyer as well yeah and you know she's so, a single like, female lawyer yeah like she like you know that opens up possibilities of like maybe crossovers with daredevil potentially i don't know mm-hmm. uh but I mean, there's a lot of interesting things with she hulk and and seeing how moon knight's being done i i, I am intrigued and I've been mm. excited to see where they go with She-Hulk. Yeah. And I, I think that's probably the, the more interesting one at all. I'm, and what other shows? I know they're doing a Secret Invasion show, which is going to be interesting, but I don't know much about it aside from the fact that it's based on the Secret Invasion book. Um, but we'll see. It's, it's one of those things where I think... W- if you want to introduce more characters, I think the TV show arm is going to be the the best place to do it now, because <clears throat> for some reason I feel people are just kind of tired of origin stories, and while I kind of agree, that's more for me when it comes to an already established character that we don't need to see. Yeah, it's uh, it gets a bit tiring when we get to our whatever version of Batman and we have to sit through another 30 minutes of watching his parents get killed yep with the pearls and everything Which yeah is, it was one of the things i really disliked about the joker so i didn't i didn't need to see yeah the that's the one thing about the the joker movie which i mean i know people really like that movie but i just really hated the fact that they drive in another Set, like the setup for Bruce for Batman mm-hmm. with the his parents dying during all that stuff going down. It's just like, come on, can we not have this same scene play out in like um in any Batman related movie over and over again? I mean, that's probably one of the, one of the things I I at least uh liked about the Bat Matt Reeves Batman. Yeah, is that we don't need that shit. <laughs> We don't, they don't show it. All we know is that it happened mm-hmm. and that's about it. No. And it was more on the relationship with like Bruce and his parent and his dad, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the shady shit that his dad might've been a part of. And while I do agree that, you know, the Batman was not as perfect as everyone wants to claim. Um, I do it, do like give it the fall, the, the grads are like, thank you for not giving us another origin story. Though, then again, I feel like if you want, if you're doing a new character, origins is fine to go because the origins are like establish who these characters are, right? What they're about. Yeah. Now with Moon Knight, you don't really get an origin story because like you don't know which origin it is. Yeah, you don't know which personality is the Mm -hmm. dominant. Which one is the like true person? Yeah. It's a it's the mystery of like. Who is this person? Are they Mark Spector? Are they Stephen mm-hmm. Grant? Is this all just caused because of their contract with Con- Conchu? Mm-hmm. 
you know, like all this crazy stuff. You know, that's that's what uh, I think makes Muna interesting is because like you don't necessarily you don't necessarily need an origin story. All mm. you need is like sort of the uh, intrigue of you know yeah like what is going on with this person and i think that's what makes the moon knight so interesting you, you are left hanging like what's going on who's who's this contra guy who's mark specter who's steven and as you gradually learn who's who you start becoming more invested and more in, interested in like what's going on and that's why i say steven was a great idea to make him the, the the first personality we meet because if if something goes wrong and he doesn't know about it then we don't know about it and then we become invested Mm-hmm. And then as he learns, we learn. And then once we pretty much get the gist, we don't need any more explanation. We just keep going. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I think that, that works best because of Moon Knight. But if you're doing a different character, like She-Hulk, She-Hulk has an origin. Yeah, she has a very set origin. It's going to be interesting to see it turn out in the MCU. Because at this point mm-hmm. in the MCU, uh, Bruce does have at least some control control of his Hulk powers. Mm-hmm. So, it won't be necessarily as a big of a shock, but it'd be more of like, of like seeing you know someone with Hulk powers being able to just act like a regular person instead of a raging monster. I think that's gonna be the fun of it. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, like because that was always like uh, an interesting uh, way they took uh, Bruce's character is that mm-hmm. he just you know uh, was able to live as Hulk for a bit. You know the the person out. You know mm. him and Hulk were able to hash things out. Um, although I think when we last saw him at the uh, end credits of uh, Shang Chi, he was just in regular Bruce Banner form. Yeah. So he's definitely. I don't know. Man can jump it back and forth. Yeah. So yeah. So who knows how how She Hulk would turn out? I mean, mm. but she does have a pretty like definitive origin that can work and just seeing what they can do with that or mm. with the character in the MCU is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah all, all I got to say is I'm, I guess I'm excited to see what else comes out for uh, MCU shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but so far, uh, getting back to a bit of a, a on topic, uh, Moon Knight, uh, this episode pretty good. No, yeah, it's a pretty good episode. Um, I mean, the reason we talked about it because, like, this is the first time they've they've done a character that's not in the movies, and we're going to see more characters that aren't from the movies coming up soon. Because I think after this is is Miss Marvel, and I think She Hulk should be coming out at the end of this year or next year. Yeah. And then after that, we just got a slate of movies to watch out for. I mean, we still got to check out Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I don't know how that movie's going to turn out, but you know, it's uh, it's all dependent. But yeah, no, I think that's a, I think it's a good place to end it. I mean, this is always going to be intended to be a short episode. That's why we decided to go with the Moon Knight episode. But yeah, no, um, Moon Knight's still pretty good. I, I still can't give it a rating yet because uh, I do want to wait for the whole thing. But um, I really recommend Moon Knight now. It's really good. And we're in just, this is just the third episode, right? Or is it the fourth? I'm, I lost uh, This is the third episode. Yeah, and we're halfway there. And we're already uh, this invested in. So, yeah, it, it's a good show to go with. Um, season two? I don't know. We don't know yet. Depends on Oscar Isaac himself. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, the end of the episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, you can follow us on all social medias, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Thinking Centurions. And if you liked what you heard, we are in uh, on all the other podcasts and sites like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. 
all of this can be found in the link in the bio of our Instagram where we are most active. And you'll find a link to the YouTube for all you audio listeners out there who want to put a face to the voice. That's where we'll be. And you can like, comment, subscribe, any kind of thing that will help out, help us out in that form. Also, we do have a Patreon, so that if you guys ever want to assist us, usually we just have it there just to have it there. But if you want to help us anyway, that's fantastic. And that will help us out with anything we want to do in the future. And yeah, that's the end of the episode. Moon Knight is... Oscar, I love Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. He is a great actor. I can't wait for him in uh, as a uh, Miguel O'Hara in the uh, Spider Verse movie. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, guys, it's been us. It's me, your boy Eli. It's me, Joe. You guys have a good one. Peace.